Welcome to Penny Talks, brought to you thanks by... Welcome to Penny Talks, brought to you thanks to Seed Golf Balls, who deliver you affordable to performance, same performance, half the price. Check them out at www.seedgolf.com and try them today. Thank you for present play. On today's show, we have the president of Perfection Platforms, new golfing technology, and lots, lots more. Mr. Thomas J. Hackett joins the show today. But before we tee up that conversation, as Gabe Byrne would have said, roll it there, Colette. I mean, it, listen, we're talking about practice. Joe Bradley told us the production line was finished in Kerry. Well, Joe Bradley, what did he get at? Donald Donovan is the last part of that. He hits it. He hits it. It's over the bar. Oh, holy Moses. It's all on this. Welcome to the show. Thanks for pressing play. On today's show, we have another Yank this week, a man called Thomas Hackett, uh, president of Perfection Platforms. We'll get into that later. Thomas, welcome to the show. Thanks very much for having me, yeah. No. Thanks for uh, kicking my butt today, too, on the golf course. Uh, standard. I'll take the money off you any day. <laughs> Hope so, lunch was good. So, Thomas Hackett. Who is Thomas Hackett, for anybody listening? Who are you? <laughs> I'm the blowing Yank uh, from the States that came in about five years ago. Uh, uh, for business but um, yeah I came in off of rumors I think I was at plus seven or plus eight when I came in uh, handicap it's a joke I <laughs> came in off plus three and played in the Irish amateur and uh, you know it was one of those those really uh, fun things I came over to do business over here for an American company and uh, yeah it was a dream come true I, I made a bit of a kind of a joke to a guy at a, a business show one time I, I uh, as those who know me know uh, can be a bit tongue in cheek at times and I was like hey man I know you have a, a business over there in Ireland uh, you know I'm an Irish citizen uh, why don't you send me over on a quote unquote consulting trip or something and uh, then he asked me if I wanted to become the general manager of the company almost in that flow and uh, so three months later I had a contract in 2014 uh, in November, I moved over to Dublin. So this is kind of like my five-year anniversary. Well, happy anniversary. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks. So uh, maybe not a plus seven, but we do like our rumors in Ireland. But like you played pretty high level of golf. Uh-huh. So this is a golfing podcast, kind of turning into a business podcast as the weeks go on. Yeah. Um, but so where for you, and I know that um, we spoke a, a bit about it with Matt Adams in episode two. So anybody wants to listen about that, go back and press play on that one. Mm-hmm. But growing up playing golf in America, so what part of America are you from? So I grew up, born in Cleveland, moved quickly to South Carolina. And uh, I've got a pretty interesting story. My, my grandfather was uh, Tom Watson's uh, first sponsor out of uh, Stanford. And uh, he was the president of Walling Chemical Corporation. And they met at a pro-am as you do and uh, put some money in Tom's pocket. And uh, well, the rest is just details. So when I was two and a half, my sister was being born in... Uh, uh, South Carolina and Columbia and we're only about 50 minutes from a place where people put green jackets on every year and my grandfather would go a lot and uh, had tickets waiting for him and so he said to my uh, you know said to my mother and grandmother so gonna gonna head down Mar- you know Margaret's been born uh, do you need me around here anymore and uh, saw the looks in their eyes and that's when I ended up with my first set of golf clubs as kind of a parting a parting gift so he could go down and watch Tom uh, Tom play there so that's that's how I got started at two 
and a half years of age and um, yeah progressed as I got older so yeah but you progressed to a pretty high level golf I was a, I progressed yeah. right yeah. I progressed to a six handicap maybe after today five let's see yeah. um, but for you so you played collegiate golf yeah so can you tell us your progress sure. from starting off as a two and a half year old to yeah, that yeah. level well so I played collegiate golf but I had a, I had a how can you say a rocky road when I was a junior in high school I the summer going into my senior year I was a, a semi-finalist in the New York State Amateur uh, for juniors and I was a pretty high level player you can call that all state and um, but to play at the top tier universities where I wanted to go you kind of had to be in another level it, it's kind of like I don't know how to describe it in Europe other than to say maybe somebody from uh, a, a country off the kind of golf radar being an all country member may not you know have any way of playing for Maynooth for example because they're one of the top programs in Europe so I went to South Carolina which would be uh, you know where the Bryant brothers played and where a lot of top class players played and I just didn't didn't quite make the cut there so I was uh I was really disappointed and uh, just kind of decided to join the uh, Alpha Tau Omega drinking team instead. And, uh, you know, that was, uh, that was interesting. So yeah, that's where my golf career kind of paused. Went back to uh, New York because I realized I wanted to play. Took a year off, practiced, played at my original home club, Enjoy Golf Course, which is uh, now the home of the Dick Sporting Goods Open and uh, used to be the BC Open for years. So uh, we had some incredible uh, champions like John Daly, Butch Harmon, Phil Mickelson, and uh, Tiger, when he was doing his kind of march to getting his tour card, that was one of the places that he played his first uh, events. And I was always a standard bearer for like Duffy Waldorf's and, you know, all these guys. I was, Mike Holbert was a, from my neighborhood. I played a match against him. Really cool golf pedigree back there. And, um, and it was all done through the... Uh, Triple Cities Golf Association um, from an amateur perspective, which would be there's eight associations in New York, and that is the one for upstate New York. So that was pretty cool. So short story long, which is kind of my nickname uh, for my college golf, is after that year off, I played junior college, uh, which is a bit of a different phenomenon you guys might not understand over here, but it's a way of going to a two-year school where you get all your base level prerequisites done. And you're able to then go into a, um, you know, a Division One or Division Two, Division Three school after that. So I played there, and I uh, had a great year. My my uh, coach at the time there was a guy named uh, John Graham, and he was actually the coach of another school uh, up there. John Graham's now uh, Graham McDowell, um, Danny Willett, and. Uh, couple other guys that have had turnaround seasons he's john's progressed into an incredible place and rob gibb rob gibb was kind of my full swing coach john was would help me out with the uh with putting and uh and 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 sorry john was full swing rob was putting they were both kind of my mentors ironically they're both at the top of the world in what they do now um so i was a first team all-american that year for junior college and got to play for binghamton university where rob became my uh full-time coach and i played a year there and um, that's that's where my collegiate golf uh, ended because I had no more eligibility left. And uh, yeah, it was a, it was a really incredible experience. Got to play some of you know the likes of Firestone, um, Yale Golf Club. We we got to go to some incredible places. U.S. Collegiate Golf is fantastic. I mean, you guys get to play St. Andrews. I mean, in in, in the Irish team, it's it's not you, the courses you play are fantastic. The grass is 
always greener on the other side. I'll just say that. But we had a we had a great run of it, and uh, facilities are great. A lot of fun. No, definitely. And seeing how you played out there today, you can definitely see you can definitely hit the ball. <laughs> I will give you that. Um, your intermittent fasting might have let you down today. <laughs> yeah, I was good. Six bars in a row to start, and then uh, the wheels fell off. But that's what happens when you got 50 mile an hour or 50 uh, kilometer per hour crosswinds on no, a tough golf No, course. and that's that's where we are. We're here in Port Marino Hotel and Links. Where this is, I say, I always say, is a working man's podcast. Um, so we're in the back of a cafe here. So if you hear cups chinking or people yeah. talking just get used to it and um, okay so you're over here now yeah and um, and perfection platforms is the gig so can you tell me like what is it like i know what it is for anybody listening perfection platforms yeah what is it? so like uh we provide the platform that all golf technology sits on that's a good way to look at it and uh and we are the integration team that integrates said technology so we have at our core level a putting platform that actuates, which means it moves side to side and front to back. And then we have a full swing platform that moves side to side and front to back. So, you know, if you think about, you know, putting, you rarely have a flat putt and you rarely have a flat lie on a golf course. So if you're just practicing in the kind of uh, controlled environments, you want to be able to replicate what's going on on the golf course. And that's what we offer people the opportunity to do. And, uh, uh, you know, Rob, Rob founded, uh, sorry, the original company was founded as a part of Science and Motion Sports. One of their sales reps had built this platform, uh, you know, and, and, and Glenn was called the putting doctor back in the day. He was the East Coast rep for Sam. And then uh, the founder, uh, one of our co-founders of, of Perfection Platforms, the new company, um, Rob Gibb, built a entire kind of golf they called it the the loft at North Jersey Country Club, and it was before its time. And uh, so the, the the cool story is that Rob in 2016 had built this amazing facility, had this perfection platform. wasn't called that at the time, but it was a putting green that moved. And uh, all of a sudden, the country club said, "Well, you're spending too much time having fun with your golf technology." we'd like you to move on. And that was around the same time the business that I had started over here in Dublin uh, basically said, you know, we like what you've done. We'd like to bring the business back to the States. And I said, well, I'm going to stay in Dublin because I love Ireland and I'm, I'm having a good time. And uh, so we both parted ways from our companies at the same time. It was a perfect uh, time for us to kind of, you know, feeling a bit crestfallen, get together and uh, put our energy and angst into a new venture that is Perfection Platforms. So we're talking, like you'd see on Sky Sports Golf, that type of platform step up. Yeah. And it moves around, you can have a putt that breaks a little bit or like... Good question. So do you know what the maximum slope any cup can be cut on is? I have no idea. There so the, the actual hole itself. Yeah. So we're going by today about a five to ten degree gradient. <laughs> yeah. There's some interesting pins out there, all right. Uh, especially with the wind. But no, it's four degrees. So four degrees is the number. So that's the platform uh, maximum break is four degrees because otherwise the ball doesn't necessarily stay on the green and our green can roll at any speed. A lot of people like it around 12, 12 and a half, which is, you know, pretty uh, standard for championship greens, somewhere in that 11 to 13, 14 range. So, uh, yeah, we, we, we can create pretty much any slope, um, but it's a flat slope right now. We 
you know, we compete with the likes of Zen and uh, Full Swing Golf, and they have some more complicated greens that, you know, I'm not going to say anything negative about, but what we've been told by the top club fitters in the world is that they want to replicate the kind of perfectly flat environment so that you can go back to that perfectly flat environment and get a really clean basis for what it is that you're doing to improve or devolve your game. So quick and easy kind of... Uh, long story short. Yeah, short story long. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the great story from this past year was that uh, we had the crazy fortune of building the uh, green. We had originally done a green in Canada for TaylorMade and then the kingdom out in uh, Carlsbad asked us to come build a platform. It was a crazy build. I mean, we sunk a platform eight by 19 feet into the ground. It was wild. So, so how do you go from having a really good product, mm -hmm. uh, plus service, plus software, plus mm -hmm. platform, to fitting one in one of the best custom fitting centers globally? How does that happen? Um, well, that's that's really a question for my uh, co-founder Rob, and Rob Rob is really the, the horse behind the engine here. I, I uh, he he met TaylorMade, I believe, at the PGA show, and uh, we've kind of had partnerships throughout the uh, technology world, and Sam being one of them, and, and, and they asked us to come over and build, uh, you know, a platform for them up in Canada. So they heard about our green in Canada. And, you know, TaylorMade did all their research and homework and they came to us and they basically just asked us to come do it. We sunk an eight by 19 foot platform into a 14, you know, 14 inch down hole into the ground and built it custom for them, which is like five, 600 parts that we had to come in and build into the ground. There was one particular part yeah. that there was a bit of fun around, wasn't there? <laughs> I'm happy you remember that. Yeah, it was. Uh, so we, we got everything kind of set up and, and, and we had a a day left on the build, but um, we typically send an extra actuator. So the actuators are what move the platform just because, you know, you never know what's going to happen. But, you know, with our biggest build in the most crucial moment, um, somehow there was a shortage uh, on the product and they only sent four out. So <laughs> we, we got... Now this turns into an unbelievable service story. So it's yeah, not a negative. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, no. So... So we, we were sitting there and uh, we, all we had to do was test it. We had this plan where we were going to finish the build and we were in Carlsbad. We were going to finish early on a Sunday and then sit by the pool. And then on Monday, meet the CEO of TaylorMade and all these people and shake hands and blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> we can't go to test the last actuator and uh, <laughs> Rob hits the uh, control switch. And there was just no fire. And, and we just kind of looked at each other and uh, we got on the phone with our manufacturer, with all these different people, and there was not a, a, a light in sight. And I started thinking like, where else have you built platforms in this general region? And we're in this, you know, all the way down in Carlsbad. This was in like uh, April or May, March. And uh, sure enough, we remembered that we had just uh, done a build for the Thunderbird facility where um, girl from uh, Arizona State uh, in Ireland, Olivia Mahaffey's down there. I mean, this place is an unbelievable facility built by Phil and his friends, and uh, John Ram was on was there for the ribbon cutting with Rob. Rob, <laughs> Rob and I looked at each other, and we start calling coaches, but we immediately then, when we heard that, we called Arizona State. 
It's only six hours away by car, but you know, as Americans, six hour drive is uh, pretty normal. So I got in the car, drove six hours over a mountain range and then through a desert. It, it sounds like some kind of a fable. And the coach from Arizona State put it on the ping pong table on the driving range. So I had to go around the fence onto the range, like literally walking through boulders. It was hilarious. Like you can't make this stuff up, but I had, we had to get it done for Monday morning for, uh, for our biggest and most impressive client. And um, so I did it and, you know, drove straight on through the night, end up back in, um, back in Carlsbad at, uh, I think like, I don't know, 7 a.m. and just hit the bed and crash for an hour. And then we go over to the kingdom again, which is like, I can't describe how cool it is. And uh, we put it in there. And, you know, that moment of truth was like, is this thing going to work? Like, we never have issues like this. This is what happens in business, though. You just never know. You can always, it's like, uh, you know, Murphy's Law. The, if something bad could happen, it can and will likely go wrong. So you always have to be prepared. Luckily, we were. Hit the hit the switch, the actuator worked, and Rob and I like just gave each other the biggest man hug embrace like you can possibly imagine. And started crying tears of joy practically. So, and uh, the rest is just history. Well, there is actually some history. So, that's oh, no, great. It's a great story, and yeah. it's a great story about like the length you'll go to to like to get perfection, really. Yeah. Pun intended. Yeah, well, we were talking today. I was like, what do they say? Death and taxes in life. But if you also think the other absolute is. Either make a putt or you don't make a putt. There's really no, uh, <laughs> there's no uh, other way around it. So um, yeah, we were we've been very lucky with that facility because the likes of um, you know their their stable of Matt Wolf, Kyle Markawa, and most uh, near and dear to our hearts because we were down there watching uh, John Ram make his challenge this year. That's where we met actually. At the Irish Open. Yeah, yeah, yeah at, at La Hinch. Um, turned out john was getting fitted as all the tailor-made tour guys do and uh he was in getting fitted for uh his putters and they had him on the perfection platform and uh, because of all the analysis being done with all the degrees of different putts they found that his left to right putts at big break little break they were just not nearly as consistent as his right to left putt so he scheduled for an hour he ended up on there for three hours next week he's in Lahinch, wins the tournament and uh, we had the same result with Matt Wolf and Colin Markawa, and right on our platform before their maiden voyages. So the answer is, if you want to win tournaments, you have to buy one of our platforms. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there are yeah. three pretty good banners to hang in the office, right? Yeah, I mean, we, uh, we've definitely got a bit of a buzz going around uh, the golf industry right now um, because in the five, six years that, that uh, Glenn and then Rob have installed platforms. I've only done three platforms installed myself. I'm more of the business guy. I built the CRM, the website, all the logos and brands and all that kind of stuff. And I handle some of the bigger commercial negotiations. But like the platform itself, the product has not, we've never had one breakdown, not once, because it's built on Bosch Rachelon, high quality aluminum uh, from Germany sourced and uh every single part is put together handcrafted by us on site so it's like i I mean it's kind of like if you think about it on the paradigm of what you can have for a platform for putting you can roll out a carpet you can go down to your uh you know woodies or wherever and get some scraps and yeah exactly and roll it out and do your g4 in your backyard or you can build a surface that will be consistent and on the bet with the best uh kind of 
we call it the exact break that you want to be able to test, repeat, and, and Sam uh, Science in Motion Sports has built the software that makes sure that we have the exact one degree, two degree, three degree, four degree break, and it builds into a nice computer interface for our clients to use. So. No, it's smashing. I've seen obviously I'm an Instagram whore, so yeah. I've I'm you know the the imagery on the on the Instagram looks pretty sweet. Yeah. In terms of the setups you can get from, like a domestic putting studio for the likes of me who wants to put something into the man cave yeah. or, um, well if the podcast gets five thousand listens then I might get one, um, <laughs> to to the top of the top. Yeah. Um, to like tail made in that. So what's next? Um, What's next for Perfection Platforms? What's the next year going to look like in Dreamland for you? Yeah, so Perfection Platforms is, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, so keep your cards close to your chest uh, in, in a startup world where there's a lot of competition, you know, but... Uh, um, tell me something, come on. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, one of our brand ambassadors right now just won... Uh, the PGA uh, Pro of the Year, Kevin Kevin Kirk, and let's just say there's some cool stuff going on behind the scenes with him. Mike Adams is the guy that they call to ask who should be the best uh, top pro in the world, and he's always top five. He was my original coach back when I was 13, 14, and he's Rob's mentor as well. Mike Adams is a guru for anybody that, uh, like you have a very cool listenership, I'm sure, based on the people that have been on your podcast. So. They'll know Mike Adams and uh, Kevin Weeks also was ranked like third this year in the U.S. for top pros. They're all advocating for our brand, and we have some cool announcements along those lines coming out very soon for big pros that are seeing what we're doing. Because what we also do, aside from the platform, you know, technology is a, everything has a piece of software connected to it now. You know that. I know that. We're both in the tech world. And... What we do is we have a custom coder that comes in and creates a computer for you in your space and literally will connect your fireplace, your like we have guys that have hunting ranges on our platform that are that are hunting on a you know screen that is connected to a simulator. Simulator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and, and so we do True Golf is one of our partners and we do uh, all kinds of different, you know, E6. We do all kinds of different um, partnerships with the uh, simulator companies. And we just build what we, we basically sit down with you and say, okay, what do you want out of your man cave? What do you want out of your uh, performance facility? And then we integrate all of the software, whether it's Sonos uh, for the sound system, your you know 80 inch television. We can create just a, a fun zone where you can kick you know the you know if you're a fan of the guy, you can be hit kicking the uh, kicking field goals. Literally, we have software for that and. Uh, but if you if you like a hunting range, you can you know practice your your marksmanship. But but it's really all about golf at the end of the day, and, and we're focused on you know pr- providing the the perfect platform for a really good 24 hour kind of experience where you know you're not beholden to weather and wind and and, and really daylight to to yeah, practice. This time of year, dark at 5 p.m., like the range is freezing. Yeah. You know, for for maybe 50 goes to the range instead, I might just get myself platform yeah yeah bring it back to how much you're currently spending yeah you know day to day on golf going to ranges buckets of balls you know Mm -hmm. tenor for a bucket of balls by 50 times a year yeah you know might be the deposit but it's a start yeah we're we're so i i I agree like it our 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 platform is uh it's priced fairly they're not cheap but um you know, we're we're working on models for the the general public right now that are going to be, I would say, a little bit um, 
on the lower cost end and we're going to be doing some cool integrations so got some really cool stuff coming along that line uh, along those lines and uh you know i i i think you know one of the ways i grew up in upstate new york uh, after living in south carolina until i was 10 and one of the cool things that i was able to do was go to a place called greater golf where we had a simulator and we had a synthetic putting green and all the best players in our region we lived in there in the winter and uh you know after school we'd get dropped off and we would just play and we'd have putting games we'd have chipping games we'd have you know simulator games it was our home you know that's where i bought my first set of clubs too ironically enough you know or sorry not my first set but you know my first set of mizuno trues like my first nice set that i can remember like okay i'm I'm a golfer now you know so it's a great way to uh take what is a sport that relies a lot on weather and get rid of that and have a lot of fun now you know get a bar next to it if you want to and uh get a tv with uh with the match on and just have fun yeah yeah put a roof on it there you go Ireland be great if you can put a roof on it so the yank is here to put a roof on it folks (laughs) well let me just clarify one thing i am a yank but uh I'm also the son of a Tipperary man and I have a passport. So for anyone that listens to this podcast that wants me out of here, you can't kick me out. I'm stuck. (laughs) (laughs) No, great stuff. Great stories. Everyone who comes on the podcast is subject to a Spanish Inquisition style Q&A. It also signals the end of the show. And the, (laughs) so first question, are you ready for this now? Are you ready? Yeah. No, let me uh, do a little, yep. Running in place. I'm good. What would your walk on song be? Ooh, that's a tough one. I've been thinking about this. I grew up in the uh, hip hop era. Uh, you know, Here we go. Yeah, well, it was either going to be, you know, still or nothing but a G thing or, you know, maybe uh, juicy. But I have to say, got to keep it real with uh, Wu Tang Clan. Triumph, best song of all time. Great job. Jim or pizza? Sorry, what? Jim oh, or yeah. pizza? Which one? I'm a gym guy for sure. Love pizza though, so. Yeah. Which one? Yeah, no, I said it. That's it. Yeah, I'm okay, a, I'm perfect. A guy, yeah. Hat, visor, or bucket hat? Everyone that knows me knows I'm a visor guy all the way. Happy Gilmore or Tin Cup? Oh, my nickname in high school is Tin Cup. 18th hole issues? <laughs> yeah, in life and in golf, for sure. Guinness or Heineken? Oh, that's Guinness, yeah. Le Hinch or Port Marnock? Le Hinch. Walk or cart? Man, there's nothing like a cart with a speaker on the back in the summer when it's 90 degrees, but it isn't 90 too often here, so I'm, I'm a walker for Man. sure. Win the Masters or win the Open? Masters, sorry. Don't be sorry. No. It's a great tournament. Yeah, well, I've, I've heard a lot of people hesitate on that one, but I grew up 55 minutes from Augusta, and I'll be there this year. So. Very nice. Yeah. There is space in your luggage for small patty (laughs) (laughs) yeah you never know man Uh, play your cards right now yeah we'll we'll be going down there and uh, it's always always a possibility we get a nice uh, crew so nice one would you rather drive it like Dustin Johnson or drive it like Zach Johnson so I never understood this question you think Zach hits it straight straight but short all the technology numbers all the data says that you want to be farther and closer to the green but then again he's won the Masters and Dustin hasn't so yeah I'm going to go with uh Dustin all the way because he actually is uh, from my neighborhood in South Carolina. So cool. Uh, Instagram or Twitter? That's yeah, no brainer. Instagram all the way. Player practice. 
Oh, play. Yeah, let's play for some dough. Let's go. You want to lose it again? <laughs> how are those chicken? No, sorry. How are your sorry your chicken salad? You, you lightweight. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. So great to have you on the show. It's great to learn a bit more about Perfects and platforms, and I can't wait to see what you do next. Oh man, thanks so much for your time. That was awesome. That was Thomas Hackett of Perfection Platforms. Check them out. All their respective links are in the show notes below. Or check out some of my recent tweets and Instagram posts to find all their details there as well. I have a question for all of you listeners who have thankfully pressed play on this show. I will also post it out on my social media platforms at Paddy underscore golf on Instagram and Twitter. And what I want to ask of you is when you're looking to improve your game or when we're talking about facilities in golf in Ireland, what is your expectation? So are you just expecting um, a track round, which is fantastic, or are you looking for more? So I'd love to know your opinions of the golfing facilities in Ireland, uh, whether that's in your club, in studios, and in golf performance facilities around the country. Let me know, put them in the comments below, and we'll see, can we generate a conversation around what an elite high performance facility should look like, and should there be a roof on it in this particular country, given the weather we have. Thank you all for getting involved. Thank you all for listening. Hit the show a follow, rate and review it, if that is indeed your style. Most of all, Please share the show with your family and friends. Thank you for pressing play. Until we teed up again soon, I'm Paddy. Mm-hmm.